The Gospel lesson is from Luke, chapter 6, verses 27 through 38. Jesus said, I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you, and if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you lend to those for whom you hope to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies, do good, and lend expecting nothing in return. Your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, for he is kind to the grateful and the wicked. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. Here ends the Gospel lesson. This week's Gospel is maybe one of the hardest to hear. It's also one of the hardest to follow. Giving without limit is not easy to do. Lending without expectation of being paid back is not easy to do. Turning the other cheek is not easy to do. Loving our enemies is not easy to do. And it seems like more and more of us see each other as enemies. Sometimes the United States can be described as a nation of enemies, a nation at war with itself, or a house divided, as Lincoln put it. There isn't a person alive who doesn't consider someone else an enemy. Here is some of the battle lines. Many are like the multifaceted issues such as race and climate change, but most often they are seen in terms of good versus evil, with no nuances considered such as vaxxers versus anti-vaxxers, maskers ver versus anti-maskers, Republicans versus Democrats, liberals versus conservatives, vegans versus carnivores, rich versus middle class, rural versus urban. Our public discourse is filled with more and more hatred, and when you have this many battalions positioned against perceived enemies, things get ugly. It gets violent. It's been violent, and not just here, not just now, but throughout the world and throughout the centuries. At times, we seem to prefer settling differences with violence. And so we have places in constant conflict. We see human rights violated with whole groups of people being abused. As I share this, I am wondering if the next time I turn on the TV, I'll hear that Russia has invaded Ukraine senseless violence. We know that contemptuous attitudes usually go both ways. Our contempt doesn't just destabilize our relationships, 
and our political order, it damages self-esteem, alters behavior, and even impairs cognitive processing. According to the American Psychological Association, the feeling of rejection so often experienced after being treated with contempt increases anxiety, depression, jealousy, and sadness, and reduces performance on difficult intellectual tasks. Being treated with contempt takes a measurable physical toll. As important, contempt isn't just harmful for the person being treated poorly. It is also harmful for the contemptuous person, because treating others with contempt causes us to secrete two stress hormones, cortisol and adrenaline. The consequence of constantly secreting these hormones, the equivalent of living under significant, consistent stress, is staggering. Couples who are constantly battling die 20 years earlier on average than those who consistently seek mutual understanding. Our contempt is arguably disastrous for us, let alone the people we are holding in contempt. Somehow we need to let go of our contempt for others and ourselves. So how can we get there? We can't solve societal and political differences until we look at ourselves. So for whom? For what do we have contempt? So now I'm going to end my message for this week, leaving you with that question. Stop and take a few moments. Talk with those around you to answer honestly who you hold as enemies. If you're alone listening to this, be honest with yourself then find someone else to talk to about this. We can only begin to love our enemies when we talk about our own contempt. Then, talk about how we can let go of our contempt for others. And how can we follow God's commandment to do unto others?